this is Sandy. And Randy. And we're here on AT Corner. Being an athletic trainer comes with ups and downs, and we're here to showcase it all. Join us as we share our world in sports medicine. Welcome back to another episode of AT Corner. For this story episode, we are going to where I say ATs thrive. And that's being creative. I mean, I feel like that's like 99% of the job. Oh, 100%. Like, we literally do things that not aren't necessarily taught. You just have to kind of figure it out. Yeah, we uh, learn on the spot. Yes, exactly. Especially when it comes to arts and crafts. Yes, so this episode we have everything from creative ways people have taped, AT arts and crafts, some different kit organization skills, because that's a whole topic in and of itself. Oh, and people are very particular about how they keep their kit organized. We have some AT hacks, some rehab, um, and all the ways you can use ice bags, according to our listeners. I'm very intrigued. (laughs) I think I know a few, but I'm intrigued to hear what some people have got. So let's get it started with our first... Um, story from Christina S. She says, my tape isn't textbook, lol. So much of AT is learned on the go the second you're led into the wild. So many hacks and ways to make what we learn in textbooks actually applicable. When I worked collegiate men's volleyball, I had a middle who kept spraining his thumb on the blocks. So I had to make a custom hard splint for him out of orthoplast to keep his thumb from moving. Then had to pad it and tape it all creatively so the officials wouldn't notice. And so it was legal. He had used it pretty much all season and he loved it oh nice but you see that's the best part about taping is as long as you have a good anatomy foundation you can do a lot of things with tape you don't need a textbook to like for certain tape techniques as long as you know anatomy you could probably get by um also as a bonus we have actually a couple of stories this one uh to start it off we have a picture of her um her volleyball kid with this actually she has two of them oh nice in the same season and we're gonna put that up on our facebook group which we'll talk about later and then we have a couple other people who submitted pictures too of my, ways that they did hacks nice my favorite part of that is it was taped and padded so the officials won't notice I okay love that it. is a whole other thing because like I love it we can do whatever we want for practice but then when the officials get involved oh yeah then you gotta get creative you gotta make sure it's okay with them make sure uh like i had i had to do that for soccer this year I had a kid that was basically in a cast, so we had to pat, it was her upper extremity, of course, we're not letting her run out there with the lower extremity cast, but I uh, had to pad that bad boy up and make sure, ask the officials, hey, you good with this? What did you pad it with? Um, We didn't have like, so the best ones I've seen are when you get like the bubble wrap and like you get that involved. We didn't really have that. So I kind of used a combination of, um, it's like a Kramer product, like the, uh, uh, what is it? The ortho gel. There we go. Oh, that's like a ortho gel. The only problem is if you put a lot, it gets really heavy. Yeah, it is heavy by so, itself. So we had to kind of modify that. It started doing more kind of foam with a little bit of the ortho gel in certain spots. So yeah, we, we had to kind of really get it together. Um, so my first padded cast was with a pool noodle. That's a good idea. Yeah, so I just cut it in half. Yeah. And then I um, kind of like sprawled it around the outsides uh-huh. of the, it was a thumb, it was, well, it was a hole, it was up his forearm, but it was for his thumb. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And then, so I just um, went around the sides, like one kind of like radius, one kind of ulna. 
and then I use the rest of the pool noodle to flatten out in the two, uh, nice. like on like anterior posterior forearm. Nice. It worked pretty well, and then I just covered it all with Power Flex, I think. Yeah, I just, I just did stretch tape to close mine up. I did not have the budget for light class, so that was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! By the way, not to get off onto a tangent, we're kind of going through our ordering right now, and I have learned I'm very picky about stretch tape now. You mean like light plus or or coflex? Uh, like light plus, like actual adhesive stretch tape. Okay, I didn't even know there was an off brand of light plus, but where I am now, they have like a butt ton of them, <laughs> and I hate, I hate it. I hate the off brand. Oh man, I I used one that I thought like, oh, like it was pretty cheap, and it's from like a pretty pretty reputable company that makes other good tape products. I was like, okay, like this will be good. This no, it was definitely uh, too good to be true. It was not good stretch <laughs> tape, and I was like, I need to get back. There, there's a reason why Light Plus is a little pricey. Right, right. It's just right. a good product. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why I didn't know about the off brand because I think no one uses the off brands. Yes. If you guys know an off brand of Light Plus <laughs> that is good, actual quality, please send it our way. Yes, please. I would um, like to save a little money on uh, tape. Okay, so so something that this also brought up uh, in Christine's story. So she's talking about orthoplast. And like, I am very comfortable with orthoplast. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are comfortable with orthoplast. But um, as I was inventorying, because, okay, I started a new job. If you guys haven't known, I started a new job about like half a year ago. And both, uh, there are two, we have two head ATs and um, we both are new because the other two athletic trainers just left. So... We literally are kind of like getting to do everything the way we want to and kind of figuring out everything on our own. And so everything in the ATR right now is obviously not stuff that we ordered. Well, now it is. But um, like when we were first doing inventory and everything, we were trying to figure out like, okay, what do we like? What do the previous ATs like? And there is so much padding and there's there's some padding in there that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And so it's like, oh man, like I wish I knew what this was because it looks like a really quality thing that I yeah. could use. I just don't know how to use it. Yeah. And I've never had a preceptor who've used it. Obviously it's not a textbook. So like I I need help. Right. So this like brings up a really good like point that like we all do things so differently. Yeah. And I wish there was kind of like a better like way of sharing all that. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not really anywhere where like, if you don't know what orthoplast is and if you don't know how to use it, like, short of just going to another athletic trainer, like, finding someone who actually knows what it is, like, it's kind of tough to, to, there's not, like, a lot of YouTube on it or, like, a lot. You know, I know where a great place, I know what you're talking about. I know a great place for, like, what you're trying trying to explain. Are you about to plug us? I am. <laughs> Our community page. <laughs> We welcome all pictures there, <laughs> all padding pictures, whatever you got, taping pictures. So like, um, oh, I don't remember what it's called, but like the uh, Scotch Blast, is that the name of it? I don't know. It's like a- Sure. It's almost like a casting material. Oh. And like, it hardens. I know it's a 3M product. Um, Not that one. Uh, oh, wait, wait, maybe. I know there I is know. one. See, we have so much padding and like there's- I, like, have an idea of what I want to do with it, but I don't, like, know for sure. I need someone to teach me. Which, by the way, like, speaking of, like, orthoplast, and I know we're going to get into it about arts and crafts. Like, I was never an artistic child, so my arts and crafts was very bad, but I'm pr- I'm pretty solid at orthoplast. Yeah? Yeah, I'm pretty solid at it. 
I've gotten better. I've only done thumbs, I think. And AC joints. I do a lot of AC joints with orthoplast. Nice. Well, football. Yeah. Makes sense. Frickin' my football team doesn't like to use their shoulder pads correctly. They don't <laughs> like to cover their shoulder pads Well, that's not jerseys. what they're for. They're supposed to look cool. Come on. I've never seen that with any other football team <laughs> that I've, I've worked with. Uh, okay, so we got another one, a creative modification from Cassandra K. She said, I used second skin squares and Powerflex on a catcher's palm after she had an allergic reaction slash chemical burns from a cheap shaving cream just so she could wear her mitt and batting gloves. Her roommates had used the shaving cream for an April Fool's prank and still had some left. She didn't think anything about it when she realized she didn't have any of her normal shaving oh, gel left. Oh, no. I know. That, that sucks. That's it's like the gotta be prank is on her. Yeah, seriously. That is super uncomfortable. Ugh. Also on your palm, that's like such a bad especially as a Yeah, especially as a catcher. Oh, my god! All gosh. that's going to happen that day is the ball just beating the heck out of your hand. Yeah, wow. And obviously the hitting component. Man, that's tough. That's pretty cool. I like the uh, second skin squares. I love second skin. Hey, you know what? They do make those second skin circles. That would have been perfect for that. Um, that's actually those things something... are ginormous. I want to know if you guys use the second skin circles because I do. But I know some athletic trainers who don't. Like when we were ordering, we almost didn't order them. And I was like, no, I need them. I was going to say, I, like, if I have them, I'll use them. I'll find a way to use them. Um, because some people just like do a lot of the second skin squares, like, yeah, like multiple of them. Interesting. Yeah. Which I mean, I never, I've never had someone have that big of an area to where I need more than one square My most in one spot. My most recent that I've used the circles for is I had to cut the circle in half because Done I had a, a basketball player who, um, I don't know what what changed because he was wearing the same like nothing there's no he didn't get new shoes like he didn't change his socks he didn't have like double socks or like or i think he normally wore wore double socks i don't know Uh why like he didn't change anything he just all of a sudden out of the blue on both feet got these huge (laughs) blisters on the ball of his balls of his feet that were like literally the size of the ball of his foot oh my gosh that oh yeah that's brutal so I was deemed, what did my coach you call You were the, the blister, blister specialist. specialist. So I used a... Well, it, first of all, the story behind this is amazing because coach basically thought this was year ending. Oh, yeah. Like we thought we were missing games for these blisters and called, so concerned. called Sandra in a, in a panic, panic, literally in a panic. And Sandra's like, all right, we'll take a look. You know, as, as any AT, nice, calm. <laughs> cool in this emergency situation and took care of it and from that moment on she became known as the blister specialist that's that is right my new nickname <laughs> that's an honor that's a badge of honor right so there. um i was like man there's so many things i could be cool at but i'm cool at blisters apparently. you're cool at blisters um yeah so zinc oxide zinc oxide whoa <laughs> zinc oxide there there you go wow zinc that oxide. sounds weird now after that i said it wrong <laughs> Zinc oxide, that bad boy, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then half a, you know, to dry it out. Yeah, I, I just I'm going with the story. Okay, some people don't know what zinc oxide is. I agree. I'm, I didn't know what zinc I'm, oxide I'm, was. I'm rolling with the story. I just liked the bad boy. Well, then once the new skin starts growing underneath, the once it's dry, then clip the top skin off. That's right. Clean it up. 
and then keep it moist after that. There you go. Blister specialist. <laughs> Patented. <laughs> Patented right there. We have some uh, more arts and crafts. That's right, going into the arts and crafts. This one's by Nick. When one of my linemen on the football team broke his wrist, he had just a forearm cast and was able to play with it covered up. We wrapped it in foam like one would every day for practice. As time went on, the foam piece got more and more decorative and was coined the Infinity Gauntlet. That is very... (laughs) Yes, well played. This was right at the time of the last Avengers movie coming out. So this thing was legit. We had all the colors of the stones drawn on there and the kids had fun with it when he would snap half the team would go running in different directions to disappear. Good times. High school boys are hilarious sometimes. I love that. So That's much. pretty funny. Yeah. I love how we started getting colors into it. I know. Like, I'm sure like if other teams saw this, like if this was like for a home game or like or uh, used in a game, like I'm sure the other kids kind of got a blast out of seeing this kid roll out with an <laughs> infinity gauntlet. Um, You know what I've seen that I um, I wish I saw it more often, like when people get a cast and they get the two color plaster uh, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. that stuff is. The cast material. Yeah. Um, they like the stripes. I really like the stripes on the cast. Yeah. I don't see that too much. Maybe it's because it's the population, right? Like when you're in college, like maybe some kids are just like, no, nah, I just want the one color. You think so? I don't know. That's my guess. Have you seen the stripes? I don't think I've seen it in like college age, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I don't think I have either, but. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I think I've seen it more like younger kids. Oh. But then, then again, I would still think college kids would do it because at that time, I mean, he has an infinity gauntlet. No, but he was in high school. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I'm not even seeing it in high school kids. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see it at all. That's fair. Okay, so we have um, two stories about arts and crafts gone wrong. Oh man. Yeah. All right, this one's by Scott M. This one we actually have been sitting on for a while. He's, I think he said this like a couple months back. Oh, And I was sick. like, can I just keep this until we do a story on this? Oh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's finally out there. Scott says, the first fall season after I graduated, I was working women's soccer. I was given a nice pair of super pros by the head AT when I started. Nice. That's awesome. I was making a donut pad and had the bright idea to... Open the super pros and stab, slowly, not aggressively, the pointy half through the pad to start the hole, rather than folding it and snipping the initial hole. Well, I pushed the scissors through and sliced my index finger at the DIP joint. Brand new super pros. (laughs) And paused for a second, looked at it, and it was a white flesh fascia. Then, one second later, blood rushed through and started dripping. So I grabbed my finger and said, I'll be right back. Walked to the bathroom at the soccer field and ran my finger underwater, shaking my head. Thankfully, I had my fanny pack on. Team fanny. (laughs) Yes, with first aid stuff. Stupid decision number two. Didn't use non-adherent. Just use loose gauze 
and then wrapped it with PowerFlex and went back to practice. Once the day was done, I went to take it off and it was stuck to my finger. So I reopened the wound and had to clean it again. I told my boss, I told my boss because I wanted help stary stripping and was so embarrassed. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> um, and then we have another one from Gwyneth P. She says, A.T. Crafts Horror Story. I was cutting out a circle for a donut pad, so those dang donut pads dude, is what's getting us. Dude, casualties by the donut pads. For my soccer player's heel and in front of the in front of half the team at the taping tables before practice, I sliced my finger open when the slizzers when the scissors slipped from the pad. Ooh. I looked at my finger, then at my horrified athlete, and and said, Give me one second. That thing bled like crazy and took a while to stop. Luckily, my coworker was also in the field house because I actually got quite dizzy, which doesn't usually happen, and he helped the team while I attended to my finger. My soccer guys were horrified, which was only slightly amusing, and they, of course, told the coaches who had to tease me about it for the next week. That's, that is brutal because it happened in front of them, so you know you're going you know to have to wear that. You're definitely going to have to wear that amongst the team. I don't think I've hurt myself that bad in front of my team. A lot of times, like, like if I get like a tape cut, like, you know, from the cardboard or whatever, like a lot of times, like, it's not that bad. You just keep going. They don't even know. But I've never done that. Mm, your finger's cut right now. I was well, I was just thinking, like, all these stories just remind me what I did happen. yesterday. It didn't happen in front of. And not this bad. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty deep. Yeah, but it didn't bleed like that. At least I didn't get dizzy. Because right. for did sure. Bleed? Did it even bleed? A little bit. It did? Yeah. But. If it was me, if I was in that situation and I was bleeding that profusely, I probably would have passed out. Yeah, I would have been on the floor. Yeah, hundred percent. Randy doesn't do well with when blood is exiting him. Yes, I can do well with anyone else's blood. Doesn't bother me. Bones sticking out. Don't care. But if it if it happens to me, I'm out. (laughs) Literally, I I can't. Yeah, literally, I'm out. But by the way, it's the best ten second nap ever. Just saying. Yeah, he comes to me yesterday, and he has his finger. Um, <laughs> all, uh, he's like, oh, do you have a bandaid? Do you have a knuckle bandaid? And I was like, what? Um, maybe let me check my kit, which of course I don't have. <laughs> um, yeah, I found what'd one. You what'd you do? What'd you do? I had to go. No, oh, what'd you oh, do what'd I do for my yet? initial injury? Uh, I was breaking down boxes and when I had the scissors to, uh, cut the tape, uh, my finger went under to where the bottom blade is that's not going through the box and i just got it right and uh it kind of hurt he's got a nice slice like i do like a uh, perpendicular to his nail yeah. on his finger pad yeah it's really hard to use my index finger right now because yeah, cool, every time he touches anything it opens so we yeah. got we got to stereo strip that or at least yeah. keep it closed yes and it's pretty deep fairly yeah fairly deep didn't surprised. bleed that much i'm surprised though. That it didn't bleed that much and that you didn't pass out. Yeah, yeah. If it if it pro- if it would have bled probably more, I'd, yeah, I'd probably need to lay down a little bit, <laughs> get the blood back to uh back to the brain. Um. So these AT crafts, like arts and crafts, remind me that the best AT arts and crafts that I see all year are the Christmas AT arts and crafts. I feel uh, like yeah, that I was is just when people. That. I feel like that's when people get like super crafty, when they do like the. The wreaths made of like Gatorade cups and hang those up. Yes, to other people. 
I I can't do that. I let I let my coworkers or athletes handle that part. I'm like Haley said she makes a Christmas tree out of tape ends. Oh, that's cool. I've seen the Christmas tree with the uh crutches, like the upside down crutches where they kind of make like a tree. Oh, like uh, a- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. There are some pretty creative people. Yeah, that is that that part is not me. Or like uh the ends of tapes that people like use to make like snowmen. Yeah. So I remember uh, when I was a grad assistant, you know how you have your scraps, right? And let's be honest, everyone who has a scrap bucket knows those scraps never really get used. Most Mine of the time, do. most of the time it just builds up. I mean, yes, Mine to a certain totally extent. Do. Like we run out almost. Oh, that's nice. That's a yeah. nice problem. Everywhere I've been, we barely use the scraps and it just builds up and overflows. Then you have to organize it because there's stuff in them that could have been thrown away or or the biggest pet peeve when people put good rolls. Oh, that drives me crazy. Anywho, we had athletes going through the scraps. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, go right ahead. Do what you need. And they made some great like animals out of the tape rolls. Oh, wait, do you have pictures of those? I'm going to have to look. I don't know if I do anymore. I think you showed me some. Yeah. I I don't know if I have that picture anymore, but I'll look. Like the elephant? It was the elephant. They made like one more. It was really dope. And I was like, well, that's pretty good. Um, Oh, I forgot what I was just about to say. Um, Okay. Here's a hack that you can do with your tape ends. So when, because I have a lot of students who come in through and also I have a class of students who learn how to tape and stuff. So without supplying them with a bunch of tape that was not in our budget <laughs> we we do supply them with some tape but also we give them practice tape rolls and what those practice tape rolls are actually something that Haley showed me um you take a tape end and you what is this like two feet maybe yeah you do you take a white tape that's like about two feet and you put it on the table and you rip it off and then you flip it upside down so the sticky part is up towards the ceiling and then you take another piece that's like two feet and like two inches like this is estimates you don't have to measure and then you um just you make the top one just a little bit off the edge so then there's like a sticky side and you stick the two sticky sides together but one sticky side is like an inch off does that make sense so like each end has a sticky one inch but then the whole thing is is like, I'm not explaining this well at all. I think people know what you're talking about, though. Okay, so like the two sticky sides go yeah. together. And so it's like a a tape, but no side is sticky. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Is that better? Besides the ends. Yeah. Well, the, the ends have like one inch of yeah. sticky. And so then you put it back on the end. And then now you have a practice tape roll that you can like put on someone and practice the angles of like heel locks I would say or that's figure what, eights. That's what we always did with it was like for practicing your heel locks. Right. And then you, you right. don't have to like tape and then waste tape. and Yeah. But you can practice the angles. Yeah. And it's sticky on the end so it sticks. Yeah. I think I think, I think everyone good, knows what you're talking about. That's a good thing to do with tape ends. That's what yes. I do with tape ends. Yeah. No, that is. Also, another fun deal with tape ends i know most people complain about track but let me tell you track is great at getting rid of tape ends because they need the tape for either their poles uh throwers like to use a ton of tape um the relays they need tapes for their marks on the ground jumpers need tape for the marks on the ground i'm just saying track can help you get rid of your tape ends um also baseball on their bats oh yes baseball one especially the show tape what 
They like using tape for show. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought there was a certain type T- TV type tape of, type of tape called the show, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like your game, MLB the Show. Yeah, it's a great game. Um, we have some kit organization hacks. Ooh. So Zoe K said, "For kit organization, tackle boxes are amazing. I Ooh. have two that I keep in my kit." One for meds and the other one for first aid supplies, such as single-use antibiotic ointment, nail clippers, steri strips, etc. They're also clear, so supplies are easily visible. It's a game-changer for organization. And um, she's not back in the office till next week, but once she is, she'll send us pictures, and we're also going to put those up in our Facebook group. Our group this week's going to be pretty busy. Um, Yeah, it's going to be popping with all these pictures. Popping. What do you use for uh, organizing your kit? Actually, I know what you use for organizing your kit. Well, so most of my kit I use basically what, because like I really like, so I'm a big med pack guy. I've always been a big med pack guy. And I really like all the options they have for me in the kit. So I use a lot of that one. I don't have to make a lot of makeshift stuff. But like for my meds, I do like a shower organizer. Um, You do? Yeah, it's like a trifold. Oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was a shower organizer. Yes. Uh, the reason I don't even know what I just said. The reason it is a short shower organizer <laughs> is because before that, I used ice bags. And it was a disaster. And it was not organized. And we were <laughs> at, I think we were at regionals because we were in Seattle for cross country. And we stopped off at a mall for lunch. This mall had the container store. Oh, my gosh. And I said, what, dangerous. what better place to find organization stuff than the container store? It's just expensive. Yeah. So that's where I got my meds. And then my gauze is organized in a little pouch that Sandra made. It's a Star Wars pouch, by the way, which makes it even more it's awesome. Actually, I, the pattern was a uh, it was for a diaper. Uh, oh, it I was for remember. like for your diaper bag. It was like wipes and. Oh, yeah extra diapers i think but it's literally it just mm-hmm. folds in half you should take a picture of works it. for god yeah right works but, for god well you really you well. you use a uh, free gauze yeah that, so that was like stuff yeah in. that one's for my non-sterile gauze and then my alcohol pads are in a little anatomy pouch that sandra made it's pretty dope <laughs> um oh and then my heel and lace pads are in a star wars tin that i had uh chocolates From in valentine's day yep it's a good tin. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for my heel and lace pads. All my uh, first aid stuff in my old kit used to be in a in a C's candy Easter tin. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like all my rolled gauze and my some random free gauze and some just like first aid stuff like some gloves. Nice. So I could just like it was basically my oh there's blood on the court I need to go yeah clean that yeah. But now we have actual bins for that that are not in my kit. Nice. Um, there actually, it's kind of funny that you were talking about ice bags for your kit because that's one of the things people said for use of ice bags. Yes. Organizing kit, especially meds. Yes, that's what I used to do, and it just got because I had so many meds, it just got really out of control, and I needed something cleaner. Yeah, I mean, I think if you cut the bags shorter, it makes it better. Yeah. That is one thing I did for. My baseball team this season, I in their uh, away kit, I used ice bags and I cut them to make almost like those reusable sandwich bags where you like uh, fold yeah, them, uh-huh. and then I just taped them and labeled them. Nice. 
So they're a lot smaller. It's like, yeah, I used ice bags, but I cut them down to make actual like yeah. little bags. I do not know what like it held up, if it held up, because <laughs> last time I opened that kit, it was like it exploded. Oh, it was no. like a tornado went through <laughs> there. So I don't think that they probably held up, but no, we'll see. I haven't opened it since I got it back, actually. I, I it's like, like I'll deal with I, this next Yeah, I was going to say, I think you're, uh, you're putting that off. Yeah. Um, so Allison S. for kit organization said, I use old Powerade bottles in my kit to hold tape. I've seen that. I have not seen that. I've seen that. I've only seen that for... Um, scoops? Scoops. Yeah. Ice scoops. Which is actually a really good... Actually, maybe that's why in our ATR we have all those um, half Gatorade bottles. But I was like, this is not the shape of a scoop. I have no clue what this is. But maybe it's... Yeah, could be. To organize... Also, when you make the uh, Gatorade scoops, right, you got to make sure you drill holes on the bottom of the handle. Why? Because as you get lower, right, the, or as, uh, as the ice sits, right, it melts more, so you get water in your scoop. So then if you have holes on the bottom, you can just do this, and it drains the water. Put the ice in the bag. Hmm. Instead of, like, forcing the ice against the side of it and tilting it to drain the water. No, you just get in the scoop, hold it, drops out. Oh, that's kind of genius. Right? I've never seen that. Yeah. Not even from you. It's a new one. Yeah. Uh, we did that uh, um, when I was, like, where I was at a GA and stuff. It's really cool. But it's not like I'm out there a ton for like my ice to melt that far, so I'm all right. So I haven't really done it. Mm. Um, now we're moving more into like rehab hacks. Ooh, nice. So, do you have any? Well, do you have any more like arts and crafts things that you do? Or like none that comes to mind. None that nothing specifically that comes to mind. Yeah, me either. Um. Okay, for rehab. Um, so the reason why I kind of like, this is kind of vague. I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent sure where people were going to go with this, but I think it was like kind of cool to hear, um, like obviously not everyone uses the same rehab techniques. Yes. Like, and that's what I think is so cool about athletic training is we could all like, like we could take someone and run them through completely different yes. recovery and return to play stuff and so this rehab story from christina she says i'll never forget when i was a ga my head at helped me come up with creative core exercises for a tennis player who had disc problems he came up with some wild exercises that didn't have any names so my german athlete had to come up with with terms that he could remember them by oh that's awesome which i feel like also like totally involves the athlete like they're they're, yes they're not gonna be one of those ones who just like doesn't come back (laughs) no exactly totally involved no yeah it's fun to come up with uh that's one of my favorite things to do with rehab is like coming up with different exercises based on the sport, like the type of move. I mean, that's where, you know, we get to have that like real critical thinking and like applying what we know as, you know, athletic trainers into our rehabs with our athletes. Like, hey, let's let's think of something that's going to be very sport specific, very functional to what you do as a student athlete, as you know, as an active person. Um, do you remember any off the top of your head that you've made up? I I don't know if I've like necessarily made them. I've combined other exercises together, like like with my glute bridge. Like if you've seen the bonus content on a few of our education episodes, right? I do a glute bridge with a 
a stick that has resistance on it and then they pull the stick down towards their hips like those technically i i learned that as a like two different exercises that i just combined into one. Oh, really i didn't know that you did that mm-hmm. and then Get some good lat activation exactly lat and it's a really good core exercise because you have to stabilize in order to do all that movement um or like you know, if you have like a landmine, like in your in like if you have access to a weight room and they have a landmine, like I like to add like some split squats into the landmine press. So instead mm-hmm. of just standing there and just doing this, right, where you're just moving your arms, I actually have them going through the split squat and then as they're exploding up, they add that press for the landmine. So I think a lot of my creativity is more kind of combining exercises. Mm. The most creativity in rehab that I have um ever had is at the theme park. Okay. Um, working with different characters and because obviously the different characters, when they're in character, they have different like movements that they do. And so like one character who is a, I have to be pretty vague because I'm not allowed to talk about it really, but um, a superhero, um, he does a lot of like low down squats or like a, his feet are together and yeah. his knees are apart or like he'll do a single leg. Like he'll sit on his heel and then his one leg will be out and one arm will be forward. Yeah. And so like, um, with that, I did an injury prevention program with him and I did a lot of, um, like cable movements. And so like weighted, um, take the cable squat down to your heels with your, like almost like extra rotation, yeah. Um. In your hips, and then he's he'd squat down, bring the cable all the way down to the floor. So it's like weighted, but it's also like functional for. And what obviously, I've never learned that in a book. I'm not going to learn how to how to rehab superheroes, right? Yeah. Or how to prehab, I guess. Um, that actually reminded me. There, you know those uh, uh, they're like little half circles. They're spiky on one end, flat on the other. It's like almost like a bosu yeah. ball, yeah, yeah. but like smaller, right? No one ever knows what to call them. I've heard dinosaur eggs. I call them balance domes. Like I've discs. heard stones. Like balance discs. Kind of, but not as flat as a disc. Oh, the little tiny ones. Yeah, they're like oh, yeah, round. Okay, they're okay. multicolored, too. Like, uh... And they're spiky like on the one spiky end. Like the spiky eggs. Yes, yeah, spiky... See? Spiky eggs. And there was one time I had a thrower, and I wanted to get a little more sport-specific for him, and he was doing his, like, shot motion, right? And for, like... Certain throwers, they really go with the whole full spin. Like, they'll do the spin into their throw. Well, he was one that did the spin. So I was like, hey, you know what? We're working on ankle rehab, so we're working on balance. Hey, let's mimic the spin on the little domes. Now, obviously, we're not going to have him do his full spin on domes because that's just asking to get hurt. But essentially, what I did was I had him walk through what his steps would be. It was hard at first to kind of get it right. But as we got going, it actually wasn't too bad. I was actually pretty proud of it. You weren't scared that he was going to, like, twist his ankle? No, I was standing right by him. I had him. <laughs> and we were walking through it, so we were all right. Um. So Ronald T. submitted one. He said, I wrapped Powerflex to a dumbbell, dumbbell and then to the ankle. So it had some length to it and made it super unstable and harder for straight leg raises. And we do have a picture for this one, too. Man, And I thought I it was pretty, it. pretty creative on, like, basically perturbation or um, also playing around with the length of... um. I don't know that I can really talk today. I'm not using any words that are making <laughs> well, any it, sense. It is early. It is early. It's early. Um, What is the word I'm looking for? Lever. Lever arm? Yeah. 
biomechanics at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weekend I should not be <laughs> thinking about biomechanics. I always think about biomechanics. <laughs> I love them. Um, yeah, but I thought that was pretty cool because I feel cool. like... I can't wait to see that. Yeah. It's actually pretty pretty cool. Okay. I can't wait to see it. You could use your tape ends for that. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Perfect because I have way too many. Okay, so this next one. I don't know if... Do you think we can put this in our Facebook group? It probably... Maybe. Um, I'm sure there's a way. Okay, we're going to try to put we'll this... We'll figure up. this out. Yeah, we're going to try to put this up too. But it's um, an Instagram post from David P. Um, so David sent us this Instagram post that he's done, and it's one of his basketball athletes, and it's for ankle stability. But it's more like full body. Yes. Which I also, th- I think that, I don't even, see again, I don't even know if I can talk today. Um I think full body needs way more emphasis. Like, I feel like a lot of times we do so much focus on the beginning stages of rehab and then we get to the functional and then they stop coming in. But then we miss that like full body aspect. Yes. And I mean, full body exercise in general gets a better stimulus than isolated segment exercise. Like this is even in like the strength training world, right? The strength conditioning world where they found that you get a better adaptate adaptation adaptation oh my gosh words are hard today it, they are it's you get something a, in there <laughs> you get a better adaptation stimulus from doing a whole body exercise compared to just an isolated like one body part movement so yeah i agree so basically what he's doing is he has this basketball athlete who's holding what is that like a weighted ball It'll, yeah it's probably like like a lighter medicine ball and then he has them doing a split squat knee onto a foam pad and then, and that's the first part. So it's just like the lunge. Um, actually, I think it's also ca- the yeah, it medicine also ball has, is cabled yeah, for to anti-rotation. The which I I love that. That's a great idea. So the, so he's holding the medicine ball like straight out in front of his chest, and it's weighted, um, or it's cabled. Yeah. So so you're getting that. So arms are locked out. So you're getting. You're trying to prevent that rotation. Was it? It's almost like a. Like a Preslov press or whatever they're called. Pav- Pavlov, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yes, those. Um, Which I like to do those. Those are my favorite, actually. I, I love them. And I also like adding, like, I'll have them have a band on their knees. And they'll have, like, a slight squat while they're holding the anti-rotation. Actually, I think it's Paloff press. Paloff. Paloff. Yes. yes. Words are hard to Yes. Me. And while they're holding the anti-rotation, I'll have them do external rotation. I've even had them do lateral walks with it. So mm-hmm. as they're going, they still have to hold the anti-rotation and they're doing lateral walks. Yes. I was going to add to that. And then I realized I think you already said what I was going to add to. That. Great minds. The walks, the rotation, and the press. Yeah. Pavlov. Not Pavlov. I think that's a Pavlov's dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could you could make it into that if you wanted. Um, but basically, it's a really good post. He talks about how... Um, it's like full body and you have to work from the ground up, ankles, knees, hips. Yeah, absolutely. No, I like that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So another rehab uh, rehab hack we got is from Stephanie F. She said, I'm sure someone else has done this before, but I did modified Nordic curls with thick resistance tubing. It helps create confidence in the exercise and really get the movement correct before moving to unassisted. Oh, okay. 
So the way she does it, she says, I have them hold the tubing above their head, similar to a starting position for an overhead tricep extension. Because I was thinking like, oh, maybe it's around their chest. Or yeah, like, that's immediately what I thought too. She said, I was a little worried about there being too much engagement from the upper extremity at first, but the resistance is enough to still require the work from the core and lower extremity to get the movement right. And then also full body. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I like that. I know. And so I really like this because I feel like so many times, and even like when we were just talking about this for our for our apats yeah um when we talk about like nordic hamstring curls are so good but sometimes they're not except like i'm not gonna tell one of my athletes who's not very coordinated like okay let's start with the nordic hamstring curl because it's so good for you right yeah so i feel like it's not as not as accessible rehab exercise as so many other things even though like it's Again, like everyone says, it's like so good, but really, who who really can do a Nordic hamstring yeah, curl? Yeah, it's, it's tough. You definitely have to build into it. I mean, you, there are progressions, right? And you don't necessarily, like, you can go down to whatever your limits are. But yeah, no, it's an aggressive exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, this last rehab hack from Nick, he says, I mostly just try to create flows for their stretching routine so that each stretch flows into another and I'm teaching Multiple stretches in one movement. For example, I had one of my athletes yesterday doing child's pose, and then when we came back up to hands and knees, I had him do cat camel, and then thread the needle before going back into child's pose. Ah, sick. So it's That's more cool. like a routine. Yeah, it's a movement. You're doing the movement, not just oh, I'm doing a stretch. Right. And I and like that. I really like this too, because it's like, okay, you can totally see how different ATs do things Yes. so differently, because, like, because of my foundation with Pilates, I integrate breath so much into my, yeah. not just re- my rehab, but also like my treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I'll do breath when I'm doing muscle energy, which I think has a huge, huge emphasis on like core activation. Yeah. Um, which I feel like we probably need in muscle energy, especially with the hips. Yes. Um, and so like there, that's something that, I don't know, just, it's just so cool. Like, yeah, we all learn those things, but we do them so differently yeah absolutely and that's what makes each you know athletic trainer great in their own way um speaking of more hacks we have a hack that i put in it's anonymous um but i put in because this is something that i know and that you know but i don't know if everyone knows this yeah um hydrogen peroxide is your best friend for getting blood stains out. oh yeah it's so great that it, well first of all that's the only thing i use hydrogen peroxide for <laughs> true um but second of all like i feel like like the same thing with zinc oxide. Like sometimes people don't know what zinc oxide is, but it's so good for drying out wounds. And that's coming straight from the blister specialist. Straight from the bl- blister specialist. Right here. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> um, but I know some people like blood buster. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a peroxide guy. It works so well. I know. You just put it in I've, a little spray I've bottle. Blown, I've blown put it in some mine. I've blown some minds because they got blood on their jersey. They're like, oh, man, they're all complaining. I'm like, just calm down. Just slow down. I clean it off. You can't even see it. Ref doesn't know. So I wish we, like, I... I had to do that a lot, by the way, for soccer. Oh, yeah. I had a big nosebleed. Well, you had so many nosebleeds. Mostly from one person, from, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... I think we should start a thread in our Facebook group that's like little hacks like this, like hydrogen peroxide for getting blood stains out. Like things that like, you know, something that like, yeah, I grew up in athletic training knowing that. But like, yeah, maybe that's something that I learned from my precept. Like I didn't learn that in class. Yeah. 
I learned that from my preceptor. So like, what if I didn't have a preceptor who did that? Exactly. You missed, you missed so, out. Right. There are so many things like that. Okay. So now our feature oh, ice oh, bag. Feature. Huh? <laughs> our feature topic right here. Our feature presentation. Our feature presentation. Ice bag uses. So this one's by Karina G. Wait, I, wait, wait. I was going to say, oh, no, I, oh, I have to the... guess the number one answer. Okay, so we got, we actually surprisingly got a lot of people who use ice bags in, in different ways. Okay. I want to know what you think the number one way that people said. Heal and lace pads. Actually, no. Are you serious? No. No, no, no. I mean to make the heel and lace pads. No. Interesting. Uh-uh. Okay. I, you know what? Now that you say that, I, I got to look back. I don't even know if we got. Maybe, maybe we got one person who said oh that. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't do that, but I've seen, I feel like, like the everyone talks. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. make a little icing thing. Yeah. I I'm very surprised. Maybe we got one. I'm Maybe I'm thinking one, but, but no, surprised. we didn't. The only other guess I have is meds. We did get meds, but it was not the number one. All right, what's number okay, one? Okay. By far, like I'm not kidding. By far, we had people who used ice bags over their feet. We, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you two examples. So from Karina G, she says, before we had turf, our feet would get sloppy muddy on rainy days. So I'd put ice bags around my feet and then put my shoes on so my socks wouldn't get wet. So like she put her socks on and then the ice bag and then her shoes. And then she says, rain boots were too bulky and didn't have a lot of grip in the mud. So now you said it makes sense because like I've done that before uh, when we were cleaning the wet room. Uh-huh. Most time for like when I was cleaning the wet room, like I didn't wear my shoes. I just went barefoot to clean the floor. I did not know this. <laughs> yes. But there was one time and it was probably because I was a student that this happened to me. <laughs> we were going to clean the ice machine, but no, 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 no. We cleaned inside the ice machine. I literally got into the ice machine to clean it. So I can't bring shoes into the ice machine. I'm not going to bring my feet into the ice machine because that's gross right so i literally put bags on my feet taped taped the ice bags on and climbed into the ice machine it was not as comfortable as you would think climbing into an ice machine no not at all list of things i do not want to put on my bucket list (laughs) um so Allison S. also said she put ice bags on her feet for warmth and to keep them dry when in extreme rain. And then on our question box, we got a lot of people who said ice bags on their feet. That's smart. I should have did that in my 14-hour rain experience. I know. I was thinking that too. my feet were soaked. Right. And then once your socks are wet, you're, it's done. you're, you're done. You're done. Um, we got a, people, a couple people who were talking about like covering casts like in the rain. Oh, that's or smart. Just that's a good general. idea. Yeah. Um... To fill up the hydrock when the hose doesn't fit in the sink, you put one end of an ice bag onto the faucet, you tape it. That's brilliant. I, I would never have thought of that. That's brilliant. Um, put dirty laundry in on the road, like on, on yeah. in an ice bag. Um, bags for wet clothes after the ice bag. Yeah. You can cut off the end of an ice bag and place around the surgical incision so you can use the Thermex. Oh, Nice. Um, we had a couple people who said you can put an ice bag around your hand oh, to mix Gatorade. I was gonna say, oh, that's how that's how I do it. If I don't have a a scoop or like a stir stick. Okay, I do have a little bone to pick with the like people who use stir sticks. 
Do you wash them? You better be washing you them. You should. You should definitely because, wash them. Because like our stir sticks are disgusting. I refuse to use them because they just sit out and that's disgusting. Oh, by the way, going back to the uh, surgical incision, I've seen that for the game readies. I've mm, seen people do that for mm. game ready. It's a good idea. Yeah. And then lastly, we have wrap your things in your kit for multiple reasons. We have for uh, for meds, for your for rain. So oh. some stuff doesn't get wet. And then also while traveling to prevent leaking. Yes. So basically like a ziplock. Yes, I know that story. <laughs> as my saline was spraying into my kit the entire flight. Okay, but it's like saline Yes. At versus least it was, like tough skin. Yes, at least it was saline. <laughs> that you can live with. Did you have to throw anything out? I think... I think some of my band-aids got... Oh. Got messed up. Band-aids down. Yeah, I had to throw some band-aids away because they were gross. We also got some non-AT ice bag uses. I, I see number one is poop bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking people were going to say. Yeah. We only I got know. one person who said poop bags. And then um, to mix salads. Oh, okay. Which I I, I was thinking I about this. It. I kind of see it. Um, With the salads and the Gatorade, technically... I mean, yeah, they're not used, but like, how clean are those bags? Clean they're, enough. They're not like. Food, I mean, grant. Well, like granted, you're putting your mouth grade. mouth on it. It's true. I mean, I don't think that's very safe either. And sucking I mean, the air out. I'm pretty sure it's not good for you. Like, what do you mean? Like inhaling the plastic? Oh, probably not. Yeah, I don't think that's good for you. No, I'd I'd say probably not. But <laughs> as 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 ats know, we are our worst. Like. We are the worst kind of patient. We're not going to take care of ourselves. Come on. Yes, we are. <laughs> okay. Um. Do you have any last minute rehab hacks, AT hacks, kit organization, AT crafts, any of that? End us off. No, I think, I think I've kind of done all mine that come to mind. So anything that we talked about in this episode that we said we're going to put on our Facebook page, all the pictures and stuff. Head over to facebook.com slash group slash AT Corner podcast. It is free to join. It is called AT Corner Community. There's just one question. It's going to be, how did you hear about our podcast? And as soon as you answer it, it's automatically you get to join. You get to see all the pictures. And share your pictures. You get to share your pictures. You get to, if this reminds you of a hack that you did not submit or you missed, uh, you missed it in time, then you can post that on our Facebook group. People can comment. You can connect with other listeners of the show, Um, you know. All that good stuff. And then, yeah, if you want to submit your story for a future episode, head over to our Instagram at ATCornerPodcast. Um, if you guys are new, we do every other episode as education or stories. So this one was a story episode. Next week is our last education before we are taking a break for the summer. It's also episode 100 it next time. It is also episode 100, which is super exciting. That is big time. And then lastly... um. We have not asked for reviews or anything in a while. Please share with a friend. Please take a moment to review us. Or even if you don't want to set, you want to leave a review, you can just leave a rating. Your five star, whatever, however many Hopefully star. Hopefully five. <laughs> Hopefully rating. five. All you have to do, it like literally takes like two seconds. Like you can accidentally give us the wrong rating. No, but like, please like, don't. That's how easy it is. Like just it, as soon as you click on the star, it submits. Yes. So you can do that on Spotify or you can do it on Apple Podcasts. All so. five of them. All yep. five stars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randy, you got anything else? Nope, that was perfect. Thank you for helping us showcase athlete training behind the tape. Bye. <laughs>